The Story of the Christmas Truce, 1914 For many, it remains one of the most enduring and symbolic moments of World War I. The events of December 1914 come part of an integral part of the national remembrance and wider centrepiece of the current First World War celebrations. The truce itself become the most merciless event of the entire war. Short of derivative evidence, many now suggest the real truth behind the events, rather different and often mundane. Then, that many would believe today. It's common misconception the war stood still on the entire front on Christmas Day 1914. This is incorrect, as official casualty statistics of the period reveal. On the 25th of December 1914, almost 100 soldiers, British soldiers would lose their lives in France and Flanders, with another 62 dying over the following 24 hours. This total, while significantly lower, in a normal daily additional average, reveals the truce was not observed on all sectors. Furthermore, many veterans were later dismissed suggestions the truce occurred at all, adamant that it would not have taken place in the war, already have been sickening losses on both sides. Those who were not involved in or did not bear witness to those incredible events was entirely understandable. They would be sceptical of many reports, preparation, that would soon emerge. Elsewhere, however, it is clear that extraordinary events did unfold during the first Christmas of the Great War. Recent estimates suggest some of the temporary truce preparation took place at least two-thirds of the front held by British troops, which was subsequently well documented by both official British and German sources. There was also a personal accounts and diary produced that told the soldiers Gaging, exchanging souvenirs, photographs, food and drink on no man's land on Christmas Day 1914. Many men spoke of their experiences in letters written after the truce. There was a significant number of these accounts later published by newspapers and journals. Events described were so incredible that those at home would scarcely believe them. One account was written by former Aston Villa at Wolverhampton Wanderers inside forward Herbert Smart was serving a gunner at the Royal Artillery. I went out myself on Christmas Day and exchanged some cigarettes for cigars. German met been away to London. I could use I could use language a little. He says they did not want to fight. Fancy German shaking hands with Flapper, as though he was trying to smash your fingers, and then a few days later trying to plug you. Similarly potent potent encounters would occur. A down line Typify how little empathy existed between the ordinary soldiers both sides at the point at this point in the war. Nevertheless, there were also more practical reasons behind the willingness to indicate spontaneous short term ceasefires. Forced to inhabit trenches that were low, had long since de- deteriorated into quagmire of mud and water, men were only happy to have to drag themselves out of miserable conditions. Relatively dry ground above them. From here, they gather information, condition, and strength in many positions up opposite them, but while also undertaking much really repair work on their own defence lines. More significantly, no man's land was so little, also little between composing bodies of soldiers falling in recent British offensive and earlier counters. 
with serious health hazards of the both men on both sides. Even in December 1914, it was not uncommon for brief local ceasefires to be agreed to collect and bury the dead. As World War Dory of the Second Border Regiment recalls, in the morning, the enemy in the front, A and B C companies, trenches signaled for an officer. While well, sent over to their trenches, the armies agreed upon until 4 p.m. for the purpose of burying the dead lying between the trenches from the night of 18th and December. With no firing on either side of this day, the bodies were buried near the trenches. In the days that followed the truce, the general atmosphere remained relaxed, and relations were enemy largely cordial. Things would change, however, and orders were soon sent down the line, and threatened dissimilary action should fraternisation continue. But this morning, some parts of the line remained quiet until the end of December, when the weather turned wet again, bringing rain, sleet and storms. By 30th December 1914, it's business as usual.